Hi, I'm Leanne Blaney, adventure coach, speaker and award-winning author. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast, where we are having conversations about what might be holding you back and how to move forward to achieve your dream life. Come along on a journey and set yourself up by having freedom in your choices, becoming grounded and centered and learn how to speak from the heart. For more information, go to leanneblaney.com. Let's ignite your life. With clients worldwide, Keisha Butler-Thomas, officially known as Coach Keish, helps her clients elevate their businesses and brands through the usage of data-driven social media methodology. As the founder of Thrive Academy, she has taught her clients how to create an audience of loyal customers using social media despite the algorithm to advance their brands. Hi, Keisha. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast. Hello, Leanne. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're so welcome. And I'm excited to talk to you today about our theme of giving yourself permission to be authentic on social media. But first, do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are today? Absolutely. So as mentioned, I'm Keisha Butler Thomas, affectionately known as Coach Keish um, by those who interact with me uh, on social media. And um, my journey uh, really began uh, in 2015. Um, In September of 2015, at the absolute peak of my career, my entire world was shaken. My father suddenly passed away at 52 years old with no pre-existing conditions. Um, And now just to give you a little bit of context around that, I'm an only child of two only children. And so for me, when my father passed away, I felt like I lost a third of my family. And in that moment, it forced me to really take a look at my life. And I immediately began to think about my own legacy and what I was leaving behind and what people would say about me when I left this world. And what I realized was I wasn't fully living in my purpose. And more importantly, I wasn't showing up in any aspect of my life as my authentic self, especially in business. I was passionate about what I was doing in the moment, but not truly passionate. And I knew that I needed to move more into a purpose-driven way of life because when you lose a parent at 52 years old with no pre-existing conditions, it makes you think about the fact that life really is a lot shorter than we anticipate. And so uh, I had a real crash course in that. With that being said, um, I recognize that I just need, I need to make a decision. And the decision was to give myself permission to show up in all aspects of my life, particularly in my business, as my absolute, true, authentic self. And when I decided to do that, that is when I truly stepped into my power. When I really started to see my business take off, when I really started to see people connecting with me in ways that I didn't even know they could connect with me in because I never gave them an opportunity to do that. And so through all of that leading up to today in 2021, that is how Keisha Butler turned into Keisha Butler Thomas uh, because I got married in the midst of that, as well as Coach Keisha. Um, in my entirety, because I allowed myself to be led 
by faith. I allowed myself to experience a positive mindset shift. And I made clear, concise goals to hold myself accountable to being authentic. Oh, I love that, Keisha. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And I love how so passionate you are about it and what's actually happened to you and has led you to this point. And I suppose that, that leads us into our theme too of you've mentioned being authentic. I think I might start there first. What does that mean to you, being authentic? So for me, authenticity is rooting in unapologetically showing up as yourself. And what I mean by that is, um, of course, there is decorum that we should exercise, right? Uh, But for me, it's about being able to stand on your morals, values, and beliefs no matter what and no matter where someone is experiencing you. So from having those conversations at your dinner table to being willing to push the envelope in your business, I think it's very important that we stand up and stand on our morals, values, and beliefs. And do you find that some people really find that difficult to do because we are a society where we wear a mask a lot of the time when we go out, we have to behave a certain way and conform to certain rules and and that sort of thing. Do you find there's a lot of that difficulty to share who you really are out there? Absolutely. And I think it's especially difficult uh, on social media because what we are seeing oftentimes is a lot of curated success, right? Curated success in various spaces in our lives. May that be in business, relationships, family, the amounts of money that we have, the types of homes that we live in. We're experiencing so much curated success that People are made to feel as though who they are, who they really are, just isn't good enough. There's a lot of people out there who think they're less than, don't they, when they start comparing themselves to to others. But, But the thing is, we don't really know what anyone's going through because no one's actually being authentic, as you talk about. They're not putting their true thoughts out there, what's actually happening in their lives. And I don't know whether it's the same over there in America, but here, uh, in uh, Australia, we are sort of very much the compare, and compare ourselves to other people. And it's always, say, we see the best in everything, but, you know, there's so much that goes on underneath the surface. I'd like to, I'd venture to say in America, it's probably worse. Um, mm. Really because, really because uh, we live in a society that teaches us that we constantly need to be striving to be better than, better than who we are right now, better than someone else, better than we were before. And we are not ever focused on being grateful in the moment. And so when we're spending all this time trying to be better than, it's impossible to take a beat in authenticity because we're constantly trying to reinvent and be more opposed to allowing ourselves to be who we are. Yeah. And when there's a pressure of being more, we, we truly are not enjoying our lives, are we? There's so much stress and there's, that, there's so much loneliness out there because, you know, people are not putting themselves out there because they don't want to be authentic and seen to be a different, looking different. So it, it's really an interesting thing that's happening too with what's happened in the last 18 months of, you know, we, are we looking at ourselves and starting to go, hey, this is what my life was. Maybe I could be changing things and being a little bit different. Yeah, I definitely think that the last 18 months was... Um, it was great for, for authenticity, 
Mm. (laughs) Right. Because I think that the last 18 months devastated some folks who never thought they could be devastated. I think the last 18 months proved that life is bigger than the hustle and bustle and the money and the glitz and the glam. Life is about being able to hug your loved one. Life is about being able to communicate with those whom you have been unable to communicate with. Life is about being able to be there, be present, be focused, um, and, and be, be in harmony with life. And so I think that the last 18 months has almost forced people to take a look at where they are right now and to decide what they're going to do with it in the moment. I think the last 18 months has um, jaded us from being able to look past today or tomorrow because we spent 18 months not knowing what was coming. And one of the scariest things for human beings is not knowing. And so to experience that for what I often refer to as the longest two weeks of my life, because that's what they told us it was initially (laughs) going to be, I find that, um, that it has been really good for people to get honest with themselves. That's what we found here too, is at that time people have spent having to, you know, be, whether it's been locked up in their state or in their house or whatever it's been, they've had to take that time and actually be present and think, oh, well, you know, what have I been doing? I don't have to go into the city and work all the time. I don't have to go and do all these things. They're thinking, well, I don't have to do all these things. What do I want? And I've been finding there's a bit of a transition to people saying, well, maybe I want this. And they're thinking about that because I know for being a coach in, in my area, for so long people go, oh, I know what I don't want, but I never know what I do want. And so now they've had that time, you know, a little bit of time to reflect and maybe start thinking, well, okay, well, I might change my life around a bit. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with you. I think now more than ever is the time to make pivots and transitions as, as we see fit because there's finally a, a glitch in the system to give us an opportunity to do so. Yeah, definitely. So when people... Like, I suppose, how are you seeing people put themselves out there? Because we're talking about giving yourself permission. A lot of people aren't giving themselves permission. We'll start with first, what are you seeing them put out there that's not authentic to themselves? So I, I, I often joke that if you're spending time curating authenticity, it's not authentic. And what we're seeing a lot, especially on social media, are these curated spaces where we're seeing people utilize language that they're supposed to use. And they're using the color palettes that they're supposed to use and the imagery that they're supposed to use. But what's getting pulled out of that is who they are. And in the last 18 months, more than ever, the world has given us permission to be who we are in our businesses. And so when that's missing, that really just makes you another business. In order to really be successful now, especially online in business, is to infuse who you are. Tell us about you. What's your story? What's your why? What's making you different? I always say, who are you? What do you do? And what makes you amazing, right? How am I going to decide to work with you, to invest with you, to buy your product if I don't know who you are? And so what we're finding is that People are sticking to the the status quo online and posting what they think they're supposed to post versus what feels good to them. It is a lot of forced 
stuff out there because we've seen like so many people say, oh, you're an entrepreneur, let's target you. You have to have your branding like this. You have to have your funnels like this. You have to only put up this sort of stuff and market yourself in a certain way. And I know even myself, I feel that's really jarring because I don't feel I can be myself. And there's so much pressure to put things out looking the right way so that your Instagram grid looks like just perfect. And, and you know, everyone, when they go through your feed on Facebook, they not think, oh, you're having this wonderful life. I find that really jarring because I like the adventure and I feel myself a bit more down to earth. And I like that earthiness and I want that to come across rather than having this picture perfect branding colors and everything looking the same. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, and, and that's where the permission comes from, right? Mm. Give yourself the permission to do that. No one else, not these gurus or these experts or any of these folks, myself, right. As a, as a brand strategist for social media, right. We don't have a right to tell you how to do things. And quite frankly, all of my clients know, I'm not going to tell them how to do it. I'm going to give them options and whatever option works for them. That's what they can choose to run with, but I'm never going to tell you what it needs to look like. And that that's the scary part about social. There's so many gurus and experts that people end up sucking in what I refer to as internet info crack, right? There's so much of it out there that people are consuming. Everybody's got the way. It's like in the Lion King when Rafiki says, follow me, Rafiki know the way, right? It's like, that's what we're seeing so much on social. And I want people to cut off the noise and focus on what feels good to them. If you choose that you want to post a picture of yourself on the beach with your laptop, do that. Do I think it's wise to do? Absolutely not. I know I use a MacBook Pro. And if sand gets in my MacBook Pro, I'm going to be really upset because it's not going to work anymore. But if that works for you and that's what you want to do and that's the the curated space that you want to create, go for it. There's a market for that. But I want people to remember that there's a market for realness and give yourself the permission to be exactly who you are so that you can actually attract the real people who want to be members of your tribe. And that's the thing, isn't it? Like if you want to attract people now, there's so much noise out there. You need to stand out and be the one that people trust, isn't it? Because we always hear about no like and trust, but it's gone to extremes, isn't it now? Because there are so many people out there competing for your attention and really to be your authentic self is the only way you're going to attract people, I feel. Yeah. And no like and trust only goes so far these days as well, because these spaces are curated, mm. right? So, so people are not just curating authenticity. They're also curating no. They're also curating like, and they're curating trust. And so we have to do even more due diligence today to be able to make sure that the people who we are working with, investing our time and energy with are actually who they say they are, right? I was just having this conversation with some folks on social. Make sure that you're doing your due diligence to make sure that the person who you think you know, like, and trust is actually who they are. Something as simple as Googling them, right? Google will tell you everything. If anybody in the world Googles Life Coach Keish or Keisha Butler Thomas, my entire life comes up. And that's strategic. I don't use a stage name or something like that. Everything that I do is underneath of my name because I am my brand and I want people to be able to find me like that. Those are other key identifiers to know if someone's being truly authentic, right? These little things to help us make sure that not only are we giving ourselves permission to do it, but we are attracting those who are doing it as well. Yeah, exactly. I love that. So if somebody's like thinking about, okay, 
I want to be a bit more authentic on social media. What would be some of their first steps to start looking at? The first thing that I, I tell everyone to do is decide what you want your brand to represent and understand the why behind what you are doing. Those two things alone are going to allow you to create content that feels good to you, that is real and honest, right? And so if you go into social media just doing it because you know you have to, because that's what the world says, you're not ever going to come across authentic and honest because you're not infusing yourself into it. But the great thing about being an entrepreneur is that you get to decide the, the mission, morals, values, and beliefs of your company. And so spending time in that space and really nailing that down before getting on social is super important so that from the very beginning, you are creating that real, honest, raw, authentic content. So what if someone started already, and they, they're in there and they've been doing what they've been told to do and suddenly they're feeling it's not feeling right for me and they want to give themselves permission to be authentic. Is it more getting people out there telling their stories of who they are, what they're going through? Or is it like, I know you said very early on, it's just being careful about, you know, what you're actually having a bit of, bit of decorum was the word I think he used. <laughs> How much do we put out there? We don't want to hang all our dirty laundry out there. That doesn't mean being authentic, does it? No, 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 no. Authenticity has nothing to do with hanging out all of your dirty laundry. It has everything to do with being honest in what you're saying and allowing it to be reflective of who you are right but that does not mean that you have to get up there and tell everybody how you cried for an hour this morning in the shower because you don't know where your next client's coming from I don't suggest anybody do anything like that unless you know you feel that vulnerable and you feel that comfortable with your community if you're in business and you're like you know what I don't think I'm being super authentic I encourage you to then look at two things number one I want you to go back to your why and figure out why you're doing it and what you want your brand to represent. But number two, I also want you to take a look at your client base. Who are the people that you're serving? And what is it that they have come to you for? What are the conversations that you're having the most with those clients when you're working with them? And then from there, think about how that directly correlates to your mission and start to create content surrounding that. Oh, great tip. I love that. So when you've worked with people and they've started doing this, what are some of the changes you've seen? So for us, um, my company is really heavily rooted in brand awareness more so than anything. So we're looking for growth by way of engagement. Uh, we do not look at things like likes, right? Likes are what we call vanity metrics. They don't mean a thing. If your aunt Susan is following you, she's going to like your post because she loves you. Aunt Susan's never going to buy from you. So we don't pay attention to that. But what we see increases in are metrics that do matter, like engagement on posts, people actually commenting and getting involved in the conversation. We see increases in saved content. Saved content is really important because that's content that people find valuable. And last but not least, we're seeing increases in shared content. The only way to grow is to get in front of other people's audiences. And so we need people to be sharing content. And so we do all of that by teaching our clients how to create educational and engaging content so that people will keep coming back for more. I think you're right with the engagement stuff. Because uh, if you really work out what gets engagement, that's what's going to be successful for you, I think. Because I know 
I, you know, with even with my own business, I put stuff out there and I might put some content out there and some nice quotes and things like that. But the things that really get engagement and shared and liked and all those sort of things that people are really interested in is my life when I go running. If I go out and do a challenge, if I do my bucket listing, you know, all that real stuff. And you think, well, okay, well, that really that's what how I've got to embed into my business because that's who I am. That's who the person I am. And that's obviously who the people relate to. And that's why they're getting that more engagement there. Mm -hmm. And that's so true, right? And so lifestyle images, lifestyle posts, lifestyle videos are always going to get more engagement because the great thing about social is that's the one place where you can take the walls down in the business. Mm -hmm. You're likely not going to walk into Target and meet the CEO. Mm -hmm. But on social media, you might get to interact with the CEO. So super important that we are remembering that Social media is a way for our clients to interact with us in real time and vice versa. And they want a little bit of that behind the scenes who you are, because that really is what makes them decide if they want to work with you or not. Yeah, that's true. That's fantastic. I'm loving all these tips and thank you so much for talking about this, Keisha. It's been great to go through it. I'm sure there's a heap more that we could go into, but it's a great start for people to start thinking about how to, you know, give themselves permission to be more authentic on social media. So if anyone wants to find out more about what you do or to contact you, where's the best place to go? So I'm everywhere in the world at Life Coach Keish. That's K-E-S-H. Uh, that is all across all social platforms. My website's www.lifecoachkeesh.com, or you can feel free to contact me directly via email at hello at lifecoachkeesh.com. I love it. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It was such a pleasure. Igniters, Keish is so passionate about being authentic in your business on social media. She gave us some great tips. If you want to contact Keish, go to her website, lifecoachkeesh.com. For more about bringing balance into your life and achieving your goals, go to my website, leanneblaney.com.